Hi, this is Colin from Worse in the Industry. We have a lot of laughs on our show, and we get in some pretty heated topics, so it's important to remember that the views expressed by the hosts of Worse in the Industry are our own, and in no way are representations of the views held by the Planet Ant Podcast Network or Planet Ant as an organization, even when we're right. Yell at us, not them. Thanks, and enjoy the show. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you better sit down. Yeah. Ain't nothing fancy, I'm still broke. Cross town like Yancey, I will throw. They say I'm in a spot they would kill for. I could put them in the wheel and they still won't. Ref, please start the clock for me, would you? Yeah, there's going to be a 10 second runoff. Game's over. Game's over? Yeah. You, you ever seen that in football? The, the 10 second runoff rule that just ends a game where they like call a penalty and they're like, this penalty involves a 10 second runoff, the game's over. I've never seen that. Was it when there's just Bro- like 10 seconds left? No, it's uh, for certain penalties, there is a 10-second runoff on the clock to account for whatever. It's it's football, so everything's arbitrary. Yeah. Um, but in a lot of penalties, it involves a 10-second runoff, and if there's not 10 seconds left, then the game's just over. Okay. That's, a lot of games have been lost because of that. That's so smart for a game that is exclusively build as entertainment national entertainment is so smart to have an anticlimactic rule built in what the fuck what the fuck it's also like how when they decide what is and what is not a catch and it's so like they're like he didn't complete the process it's like if you could explain feet are down process feet are down hands are fully around the ball but but, colin did he make a football move (laughs) what Justin, no, don't I'm not ask. kidding. That Justin, is, don't that, ask. That, Justin, is, don't ask. That is something the referees yes, will say. Yes. Did he, he make, make a football move? A football move. Which sometimes Stupid. means, like, two feet down and, like, going to go upfield, like, leaning to go upfield. So a football move and is sometimes a positive, it doesn't. Right? Sometimes, yes. sometimes a football move is like the Holy Spirit. It's either with you or it isn't. Sometimes I, a football move is uh, how much the referee bet on the game. Which I think a football <laughs> move is um, killing your family and then hanging yourself on a Bowflex machine. That's a mm. that's not a that's not a football move. That's your Oh sorry, that's a That wrestling. was a wrestling move. Yeah, that's yeah. It's pretty inappropriate that it you was a, even infer that. It was a that, finisher. Actually. It was a finish. Oh, I oh, <laughs> You know what? God. I was I was stone cold Get stunned when that happened to me. When I heard about Chris Benoit, I was like, better get that guy a tombstone. (laughs) I was was so distraught, I put up the walls of Jericho around me. Okay, come on. All right, that was... Fuck you. I I reached for that one. I couldn't think of any more finishers. I wanted to to RKO. Get some fucking Kinesio tape, man. You're going to pull something stretching like that. Yeah, hearing that was like an RKO out of nowhere. Fuck you. By God, that man had a family. By God. Watch out! (laughs) Watch out, watch out, watch out! I miss that guy. I wonder what he's up to. Who? Being dead? That announcer? Is he dead? They think so. 
he was like he was not young when that was new and that was like the early 90s talking about jim ross jim ross is dead oh wait no jim ross is alive and he's on a podcast yeah (laughs) oh okay never mind no jim ross no i i do not jim ross who who are you thinking of and jr yeah he's still alive somebody else i don't don't fucking know dude i didn't watch wrestling oh he had kurt angle on his podcast yeah kurt angle man what a what a fucking human bicep that guy is jim ross went to the university of oklahoma he sure sounds like it my god <laughs> well, if I've ever seen the hat of a man who went to the University of Oklahoma, oh my God, it's on his, Jim Ross. His son yeah. was indicted on charges of very bad things of a fifteen-year-old girl, and then his son killed himself in jail. Not surprised. Mm. Not surprised at all, buddy. That's wrestling families for you. Yikes. Yeah, that. <laughs> what is that under the legacy wanna... portion of his Wikipedia page? <laughs> On October 23rd, 2021, Ross tweeted that he had skin cancer as he was on his way to AEW Dynamite. On December 29th, 2021, Ross tweeted that he was cancer-free. Fuck you, you piece. Two months? Two that months? Was it. That's all what it was took? It? What was it, a mole in the middle of your back, you piece of shit? Don't fucking tweet that. What the fuck? Ugh. Okay, anyway. I got cancer a month later. Cancer-free. What a man. Speaking of men. Anyway. Speaking, speaking of, men, of men. We're going to get to the show. Um, hey, hi, hello, and welcome back once again to Worst in the Industry, the show where uh, we three FTC agents sift through mountains and mountains and mountains of paperwork to attempt to bring to you just a little bit of uh, interesting information about the horrifying financial crimes which swirl around us every single day. My name is Justin St. Peter, and I love collating. To my left. It's Colin Stanley. I'm one of those security guards at the FTC, and all the cameras were off, and I was asleep when Bernie Madoff came by. Anyway, to my left. Uh, my name's Tyler, and I, I thought of something similar to what Colin said, but I'm like the security guard in that episode of Seinfeld where George Costanza gave me a chair and I ended up falling asleep. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, Adam Neumann. Adam Neumann. Adam Neumann. Um, I hate this guy. Yeah, he's a real fucking piece of shit. Let's get to the bread and butter of this series, the financial redacted, redacted, redacted. We're calling them misgivings. Yeah, misgivings. We have some financial financial bugaboos. I'm sorry. Were there was were there no charges filed? Can we not call them crimes? We'll get to that. We'll get we'll get to that. Let's not call them that. We'll get to that. Um, financial redacted and general chicanerous goonery that made WeWork grow exponentially. The, it made now, WeWork I said not an, WeWork? Mm, yep. <laughs> so I said in episode one that I could not find who invested in WeWork in their early rounds of series fundings, but guess what, bitch? I did. Oh, our boy dug into it. Mama Bird, let's get it. some oh, of that. Full circle. Back to the Epstein connection. Let's go, boys. The, the largest investments came from a company called benchmark capital have you guys ever heard of it benchmark cap is that a hedge fund uh no it's an investment firm nah, okay basically a hedge fund. um they they were an early funder in a small e-commerce website in 1997 uh they spent 6.7 million dollars for a 22.1 percent stake in a company called ebay mm. 
Oh my god. Um, okay. And they also invested twelve million dollars for an eleven percent stake in Uber, uh, oh which god. is now worth seven billion dollars. Holy shit! Um, oh, these... other companies, other companies funded by Benchmark include Dropbox, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Discord, Nextdoor, Yelp, Zillow, Stitch Fix, Riot Games, and Grubhub. Riot Games, Zillow, <laughs> and WeWork, the Dark Triad. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The Dark Giant has emerged. Ah, uh, so these people have a hand in every site that's used to groom children. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yes. they do. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, Benchmark led uh, the Series A funding with a seventeen million dollar investment in WeWork. Um, where I left off talking about the investments in 2014, they had already raised hundreds of million dollars, and by 2016, they had raised $1.7 billion in funding, receiving money from J.P. Morgan Chase, T. Rowe Price, Wellington Management, Goldman Sachs, Harvard Corporation, Legend Holdings, and Honey Capital. A whistleblower emerged in uh, 2016, a woman by the name of Joanna Strange. To quote a Business of Business article by Ashley Lutz, Quote, she leaked documents to Bloomberg showing WeWork's financial woes and the company threatened to sue her. She said, quote, the experience completely shattered my faith in humanity. <laughs> I was always on edge, always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Fuck you. Stra- Strange asserts that WeWork founders Adam Neumann and Miguel McKelvey were in denial about problems with the f- company's financials and culture. Adam and Miguel certainly drank their own Kool-Aid. They didn't think they had a toxic culture. On the surface, at Ed headquarters, with a music room, a quiet room, a barista, a cool workspace, all of that looked good, but that was a veneer. As the company's headcount expanded, Strange said the perks disappeared from the office. Co-working spaces were replaced with hot desking, where employees weren't given their own desk and instead practiced a first-come, first-served format. According to Strange, company perks are often a symptom of a toxic company culture. She said, quote, Beware of companies that have so many awesome things in the office that make you want to come in early and leave late. That's a tactic. We work at 8 a.m. had workouts and beer on tap after 6. They can keep you there by offering you stuff, but what are they really giving, or do they want you to be working more? Strange said some of the most telling insights come from how the company treats its lowest paid workers, like subcontractors who clean the office. That's a clue to whether or not they actually value human beings, Strange said. Look at Amazon's warehouse workers. Exploited. Punished. Working in terrible conditions. My guess is that Bezos always had a toxic personality, and it just got worse. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god, dude. First of all, hot desking. That sounds like coming in somebody else's desk drawer. Second of all... (laughs) Which I... If that it that was definitely not, sounds like you're if, leaving a gift behind. If this were still the 1950s and that was just good-hearted rapscallion pranking and not sexual harassment, I would do that to people at work. But hey, I know better. Johnson a hot desk. Let's, let's go hot desk Johnson. <laughs> just, Did you lunch. guys come all over my pens again? Uh, guys, I just my wife just got me this pen. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go home and scrub all these with my. My own personal toothbrush again, anyway. Where'd my pictures of my children go? Oh, no. Oh, they're all cummed on. They're all cummed over. <laughs> oh, there's so much ejaculate. Oh, you stuck them to the bottom side of my desk. <laughs> oh, oh, that's terrible. Second of all, 
I love that this person is like, the main issue with a toxic workplace is that, is the guy. It's the guy's fault. Not that you're doing a job um, that is alienating by design. Not, yeah, no. not, not, not that you're uh, being included in the hyper-alienating uh, experience of working under capitalism. That's not the problem either. The problem is the guy at the top is too mean. Yep, it's, uh, not possible. What are these... This is, the pro, this is what happens when you let people... When you let people who've never had like a real job get to have an opinion... This is the kind of shit that comes out of their fucking mouths. Because they're like, they're right that there's something wrong there. They're right that they're not treating people right. They're right that it's toxic in all these different ways. But they're wrong about so much of it. Yeah. Uh, to continue the quote. We work labels itself as a tech company, but it's worth considering whether a company is actually offering something new and novel or simply taking a new approach to something that already exists. Quote. They were really a real estate company. Is the startup solving a problem, or are they putting a fancy cover to co uh, putting on a fancy cover to an old solution? She said, "Uber and Lyft are really taxi companies. As soon as they have to ex explain why they're better than a taxi, they've lost." Strange believes that most startups are overvalued by venture capital firms that hype them up for a bigger payout without properly vetting the company's long-term prof profitability. She says reform will have to come from government institutions, which is unlikely under the current Trump administration. This is from 2016. Keep in mind. That's all correct, though. She like yeah, that is a million oh, yeah. right on the fucking money. All these fucking startups, all these tech companies are way overvalued <laughs> by the investors. Like there is really no value there. And then once you really start to get down to brass tacks and be like, okay, what's the actual value add? There is none. And these things fucking fall apart like we're going to see. And... Yeah, there's there's one more quote from her. Hold on. Gotcha. Um, it's an issue of greed where no one, not the entrepreneur, the investors, or employees, want to see any kind of reason to be cautious, Strange says. So these companies often end up failing in the end because they should have never been valued at that level. Honestly, I mean, yeah. honestly, great thing for the sh If you're a fan of the show, watch the show Silicon Valley. Because honestly... Like, as funny as a lot of it is, also, it just shows you, there are parts where you're, like, like, they, there's this whole arc in the first season, right, when they're, like, they're creating the startup, and they're, like, well, what should our IPO be, right? Like, they're trying to figure out, and they get all these super high evaluations, right? Because, basically, you know, what your company gets valued at is, is basically what your company has in terms of cash flow. For, uh, and for, especially bef before doing an IPO, that is like, you don't have to make any of your shit public. You can just say like, we're worth this much, and everyone's like, well, I guess they're worth that much. Yeah. So you like in that show, like, there's even a whole arc where they're like, they 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 have like a friend who has like a startup who like gets valued way too high, does an IPO, crashes, and goes bankrupt like within a week, and so like they just like they choose to like uh you know repost like a lower more uh, conservative value even though they're really excited and it, that's when you're like oh yeah this is like a show written by comedians because uh yeah. like the psychotic stem majors that run silicon valley would never be like oh no this is it's, the smarter like long-term decision yeah it's no. like the scene in uh wolf of wall street when he's 
starting to call people and sell them on shit penny stocks and he's like this is one of the most important aerospace companies that has ever existed and it's literally just like a shack it's two guys in a garage yeah two yeah. guys in a garage hey man they all it's started all, it's all about two guys framing. in a garage that's, that's all that this like sort of thing i mean this is it's all that like tech startups need is framing i mean that's, that's where we're at that that's where we're at man all this all this fucking money is just so abstracted that you can just make somebody feel good about a, a lot an idea that they're blatantly lying about and that's good enough to become a millionaire yeah. oh yeah because it's all fake it's all fucking it's, made yeah, up ones exactly. and zeros which is why in so many episodes that i've done and episodes that you guys have done we've talked about yeah their company is worth 47 billion dollars but they can't cash a hundred thousand dollars right now if they wanted to yeah it would literally like bankrupt their it would drive like if their board of they, investors they would have found no, out they would have no cash left yeah. they would have no intrinsic value left yeah it's it's like being house poor but worse it's like being yeah. house poor but at least if you're house poor technically you have a house even if you're not even if you don't own the house yet you still have the house you still get to live there you still get to eat food there in these case, yeah, in these cases, you get to take bong rips in the living room. You get room, to take like... bong rips on the bare floor in the living room because you can't Hell buy yeah. furniture yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in your in your lawn chair. You're just doing doing knife <laughs> with hits your, with your TV on you're the ground. You're doing knife hits with the knife that the last person left off the gas off the electric stove. You're just leaving it there, let it heat up, then picking it up with the oven glove. Oh yeah, uh, it takes Plastic so long buddy. in those electric. Burners. It really does. It's really a fucking hassle. But yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah, it's might crazy. As well put it in the microwave at that. The point. lack of fucking liquid that these fucking companies have is insane. Like, <clears throat> it's you know people talk about like bank runs all the time, like oh if we all just win at once, like the whole system would come crashing down, man. It's like, you know that like first of all that's never gonna happen. But even if it did, what happened? They're just gonna get bailed out, like. Yeah, I here's the thing. The we, government, the government is going to give them more fake money. We haven't as gotten much to as the, they want. We haven't gotten to the full end of the story yet, but uh, I have a I have a prediction that Adam Neumann is fine. We'll get to that. So, um, running parallel to Adam's company, his wife Rebecca had a new idea. You guys ready for this? Oh women, boy, women always thinking. Open in 2017, we grow. We grow with the mission statement of quote unleashing every human's superpowers. Oh yes, that's to quote so dumb. A Vanity Fair article about we grow. Rebecca said, "Quote: Her eldest daughter's kindergarten just wasn't the right environment. She wanted a place where she could nurture children's spirits and souls as much as their minds." A place where they could learn about meditation, mindfulness, farming, and entrepreneurship. Yep, she opened a private school. This is just neoliberal Christian fundamentalist charter oh, school shit. She is oh the God, most yes. like wooey wooey fucking. These fucking people bullshit uh, so ever. I was just listening to Chapo Trap House did a, a podcast about uh this fucking Silicon Valley couple that's practicing long terminism long-terminism or long-termism i'm sorry and it's basically it's eugenics but it's like eugenics for your own family 
and not like you're like yeah we'll he- heavily plan our own families to a can we call it level. can we call it Habsburgism instead Habsburgism. i think i think that's a much more accurate title but that's that's what that's what all the rich people are doing right every rich person they talk about it in that episode too it's it's very if you haven't listened if you haven't listened to that show it's a good episode to listen to but um basically it's this idea that like all these fucking rich people are like hey guess what buddy you can't take it with you you're gonna die one day and when you are but that's jeans that's when you on. stop being rich but these rich people have convinced themselves that i will live on through the legacy of my children and my genetics and that's what they become psychotically fixated on or they're like jeffrey epstein and they want to get their head and penis frozen uh, so that one day i don't i don't know if that included the balls but it i know for sure it was his egg-shaped penis in his head he wanted frozen so it's cool to see that Neumann and his fucking crazy wooey wife also believe in this kind of psychotic bullshit. Oh, we're going to talk more about it. I'm glad. I'm very happy so, that you are. I don't know if you guys know this, but New York City private schools are very competitive. <laughs> what? What? Which, what? Which, are you like, yanking okay. my chain? I get to an extent, in, in, and I'm thinking in a, in a neo-lib, like, capitalist society. Buddy, that celebrity it, went to prison for this listen, kind of shit. If you have the money to send your kid to a private school, you're going to send them to the one that you think is the best, right? Of course. You're not just going to fucking send them to the one that teaches them about meditation and mindfulness no, you, and farming. Here's the problem. Oh, is a lot of them a rich. A lot of rich people are dumb, and they will think oh, that is oh, best. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Well, we grow charged between $22,000 and $42,000 a year for tuition, depending on the age. But you got to keep in mind, Rebecca had no experience in education. And you'd think to yourself, who would pay all this money to someone who has no idea what they're doing? Well, the problem was, is that she and Adam were both very good at convincing people. And they got quite a lot of people to do it. To quote uh, Max Metz from the New York Private School Consultants, quote, I advise clients to send their children to schools with an established track record of transitioning students to good colleges. Why would you put your students on the first spaceship, or would you want them to test it out first? You shut the fuck up. My kid is perfect for the Challenger mission, and I dare you to take me off of them flight list. Yep. And... Now, this school was built around, frankly, bullshit, and I'm not saying that mindfulness and meditation is a bad thing. It is. But I'm also saying learning how to count properly is also a good thing. It isn't. Nobody should know anything. Nobody no- should. <laughs> knowledge has knowledge only should. hurt the species. Birth is a curse and knowledge is, uh, has never been anything but trouble. Language is the first sin man ever had. No, no. No, I think we I think we made string before language. You think we made string before language? I, I think, think we've been we jerking off longer than that. Jerking off is not a sin. It's it not is a, a technology. Sir, jerking off mm. is r- routine maintenance, okay? Shout out. <laughs> yeah. Call me call me fucking Aaron West over here. That's routine maintenance, my guy. Anyway, shooting raccoons off a porch. Shooting rac It is like shooting raccoon. Like I got to get all the troubles out of me. Even apes know that. Even so I, apes know. Even apes know they have to get their troubles out, so I don't see that being a problem. 
But having to have this conversation is evil. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to quote the uh, a Vanity Fair article again. To Amanda Yuri, founder of the Manhattan Private School Advisors, the whole thing seemed like a vanity project started by a woman who was so privileged that she didn't really have to worry about typical concerns, like positioning her kids for acceptance in a top universities. Quote, Very wealthy parents are often more relaxed on where their kids get into college because they know those same kids will always be financially well off, thanks to them, she said. Yeah. Indeed, Rebecca has said that she doesn't even know if her own kids will go to college. The school she ultimately created in the WeWork headquarters building in Chelsea, designed by Danish architect was a B and a J. <laughs> <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you type that one out for me, boss? We'll sound it out yeah, phonic just, style. B- I also, I want to love... Bjark, Bjark, Bjark Ingels. I would like to point out the, the long and storied tradition of us not looking up a single fucking name Fuck on this you. show. Why don't, you, why don't you bust that down phonic style for me, homie? Why don't you fucking... Why don't you air that motherfucker out? Why don't you sound him out? Bjark and Gels and featured in and featured in Architectural Digest would have morning meditation class called We Practice. Kids don't need to meditate. Offer, they don't think offer about anything mentorship already. and entrepreneurship opportunities. In my book, there's no reason why children in elementary schools can't be launching their own business. <laughs> Bluebird, except the law. No, just just wait, just wait. Students would spend one day a week at the Newman's Westchester farm cultivating vegetables and selling their harvest to WeWork employees at farm stands they designed. One former WeWork employee described feeling an awkward sense of pressure to buy the produce during the workday, given that, after all, these were the boss's kids. Rebecca would wax poetic about her techno-utopian vision of the future, in which families could travel around the world unencumbered by the inconvenient school calendar. Never we mind the carbon footprint of such exploration, because they soon would have WeGrow Systems, plug-and-play subscription model education service that would exist everywhere WeWork existed. Quote, In five years, WeWork will be the new norm for education, Adam prophesized at an event in 2018, and uh, it's 2022, <laughs> and... Uh, Guess what, Adam? I'm, like, getting anxiety. The more you talk about their fucking vision for the future, I feel claustrophobic. It's so... Oh, my God. It's horrifying. They're like, what if... What if your entire life was a single app? Wouldn't that be so easy? That sounds like a fucking nightmare to me. What are you fucking crazy? Jesus Christ! This is... These are the people that are running the world! These are the people that are in charge of every country and every military and who are informing. These are the kids. These are the people who are literally rewiring every child's brain through a touchscreen. And their vision of the future is equally dumb, boring, and horrifying. And it's so... I just want to be dead, man. I just really... These fucking people... What is their fucking lizards or aliens or something? Because they're not human beings anymore. Jesus fuck. Mm-hmm. Yep. These, they're like fucking um, greys. Yep. It wasn't the norm that year, at least in only one regard. 
Only 74.1% of the students at the WeGrow school were up to date on all their immunizations. Oh, shocking. State average of 96%, according to the New York State so Department fucking of surprised. Health Records from 2018 to 2019. The most recent uh, for which data is unavailable. <laughs> Almost 4% of WeGrow students cited religious exemptions to vaccinations that year, compared with 0% at prestigious private schools such as Horace Mann, Trinity, and Collegiate. Ooh, Horace Mann's a big um, one. The we the WeGrow school only had forty six students that year, four of whom were the Neumann's own children. And you said twenty four percent, a quarter of all those kids aren't vaccinated. Uh, Just one in four, nine percent. Yes, one in four of those kids. That's that's what we like to call a vector, kids. Now yeah. I know you probably won't learn what a vector is at that school. And I, I'm but a vector if, is uh, an angle. <laughs> Let me, let me read this last one real quick. An angle uh, is when two lines make a point. On, on Lewis Howe's School of Greatness podcast at the end of 2018, Rebecca admitted she has, quote, some phobias around wellness and health stemming from the death of her older brother from cancer when she was a child. On the same podcast, she tossed out pseudoscientific nonsense, such as the idea that eating sad animals will make you sad because you absorb the energy of what you eat, and that the secret of living forever is having a flexible spine. <laughs> I'm gonna to die tomorrow! Rebecca had claimed to be a vegetarian since she was 12, but a person who worked closely with her said that for a period of time she ate red meat once a week because a doctor told her her body needed it, and she would close her eyes while doing it. Guess what? We Grow closed in 2019, and I am certain that if We Grow kept going... The vaccination number would have dropped. Like the unvaccinated number would be far higher. Also, like, all those kids would be dead from COVID. <laughs> yeah, all those kids would be dead from polio. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they wouldn't have made it to COVID. They're like, actually, it's good that we only have forty-six students because we have all this room for all the iron lungs that we need to wheel around the hallways of this fucking <laughs> private school. Wow. You know what? I I take everything I've said about these people back. Fuck it, let them kill themselves. I don't give a shit. They're too dumb. They're too dumb to be alive. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start selling mail to mail fucking electrical cords, and would we'll, they'll just figure it out for me, dude. Just make sure you charge too much for them so they actually buy them. Oh, I'm gonna uh, charge Colin, thousands Colin, of you dollars. Gotta, you gotta stop eating sad animals. That's the problem, buddy. I eat a sad animal every day, just to keep my fucking strength up. Okay. Just to keep my tolerance high, all right? You think... Also, I just want to... I want it to be clear, okay? Here's... if Let's let's talk about this. Let's really expand on this, if you will, for a moment. We have the time. Yeah. Okay? Let's... Oh, yeah. I, I really want to unravel this fucking nut. Can we... Can we talk about the idea that if you eat a sad animal, you get sad because the energy... But... Th so is that saying that whatever the animal is feeling when it... Is she saying that the feeling at death is the feeling that you get? Yeah. When you eat yeah, it. So or she's she, she saying that no, the animal had a sad life? No, it's it's like the same thing when people are like, oh, well, like when you die, you lose like half a pound because that's like your spirit. No, it's all, it's, like, no it's, it's all the shit. No, it's all the poop. It's because you shit. It's because you, yeah, it's because you shit when you die. It's all the poop, buddy. Uh,. <laughs> Lot, all, all that shit. A lot of you people. Avoid them bowels. I'm just yeah. Uh, your fucking your sphincter opens just up that, and there it all goes. The image of that nurse or that tech. I, it's probably a tech. No nurse would be carrying a bedpan. 
uh, carrying a bedpan with like that three foot, six inch diameter turd, just and just her. You can't see her face because she's wearing a mask. Just her eyes, and they're wide with horror and fear. And I just imagine like that's how I look whenever I I try to like that. Is that what the the animal was like in those last moments? Like that the fear, like. It's adrenochrome. Is it just a pr- adrenochrome spoils the meat? Are they saying? The are they saying? Adrenochrome spoils the meat. Are they better? Are they saying that a lifetime of is? Because like, here's the thing, right? Like, what if if you're happy all your life but only sad when you die? Is it appropriate to call you a sad animal? You were happy all your life. That you were a happy animal. Do you, like if somebody somebody lives their whole life and then they're like they're shot to death. Are you saying they had a tragic life? Or you're like, no, they had a great life and no, a very tragic I, death. I think yeah, she's saying, full like, you know, it's, it's probably It's right at the end. Like the, you know, like... It's the uh, flush of being killed that makes the meat no, sad? like, factory-bred chickens, because they're sad their whole life. Oh, okay, so, like... See, okay, I, I agree that's, with that's that. That's how I'm running. I agree with that. That's fine. If, if that's what you have to tell yourself to not eat factory farm shit... Uh, that's cool, uh, yeah. but I I don't think that's what she means because she's a full vegetarian. No, she has, she has no idea what she's talking. Well, about. that's the thing is these people like this. Have you ever her, have you ever she, tried to talk cousin, to a crazy person? Her cousin is Gwyneth Paltrow. Every day, Colin. she has no idea what what life is like. I remember she she told her husband she told Adam Neumann, listen listen it doesn't matter about money. Just do what you love, and the money will they're come. Rich people. That is, well, they're rich that people. is the rich people moniker. It is yeah, rich because they knew that money was going to come. They have, they regardless. have rich. Do, do you think rich people have special mental illnesses? Because it really seems like they fucking do. I mean, re- legally they do. They've got things like uh, affluenza. Oh, that's but that guy had to flee to Mexico. <laughs> that's different. Wait, was it because of that or that that guy and his mom they jumped bail and fled to Mexico? Ah, uh, okay. Cause that that are he was still like it was pending still like he yeah, they're like no, he oh didn't, he didn't get like no. off because of that but no he was still in some trouble and they're like no actually we're gonna go to Mexico <laughs> no we're just gonna leave and turns out we're fine with that happening yeah but anyway yeah I think I think it is like at least you know the people when I worked at that electronics store and I had that crazy man come in who told me that sound could cure cancer. When I tried to talk to him more about it, like I, that was when I learned that crazy all people. All you have to do is ask. All you have to do is ask them one follow up. You just question. have to keep. If one. you well, no, you need you need a couple because this guy was like he was like a vector. So he, he was re- he was ready. He was well because he want he was trying to get more people in on it because he's trying to sell the idea. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like you shouldn't you should have been like, listen, I won't give you any money. I'll work for I'll you. I'll send though. people I'll your lie. way. You can... I will lie. I will lie. If for you want to pay me, if you want to pay me a hundred bucks for every rube I send your way, I can do that. That's a better rate yeah, than I, I get. I work at an electronics. Do you think I have? Morals? Imagine how many fucking idiots. So I, walk in here. you sound like the kind of man that's in the market for an unscrupulous goon, and uh, I just just so happen to be all out of scruples myself. So, I'm. I, also, this is this is for any sp- possible sponsors for the podcast. If you're in the market for some Miller completely Light. unscrupulous advertising, just completely amoral, like even if you're somebody that we've covered on the show, we will do Ridge it. Ridge Wallet, Ridge Casper Wallet, Casper, we. I don't want to say all the names of all the Blue Chew, 
I don't want to say all the oh, names. <laughs> hey, don't you dare say a bad thing about the. Lucha. I want them on the show. I want Tyler, to sell the pills. They work. They're so good. They're so I mean, so yeah, it's still Denafil. Of course it works. Sildenafil. Tadalafil. It's it's the, the fucking way, if, if boner you, chemical. The, they just got the, the they government. just got the third one. They just got the third boner medicine too. I bought the second one that lasts twenty four to thirty six. That's hours. the Cialis. It, is, uh, it, it ooh, buddy. The Cialis is, uh, is nice because it's like uh, it's n- you're not with when you take the Viagra right. Taking a Viagra is like taking an edible right. It's like it's, yeah, nah. taking a Cialis. Taking a Cialis is like free basic. <laughs> no, I, w- I would I would say taking a taking a Viagra is more like is more like taking a like a knife hit. <laughs> Take- <laughs> and taking a taking a Cialis is it's like micro dosing throughout the day. <laughs> It's like a tincture. <laughs> ooh, you're just like ooh, sublingually. I wish I could take mm-hmm. boner. You know, there's there's like an Indian dick pill that's that's a tincture, and you I I want to get some of that and have my dick so hard that like I feel like it's gonna fall off my body. Oh, some mm-hmm. boner tincture. Hey, just get that. Uh, what's that? The Brazilian wandering spider. Yeah, just go to the gas station. Go to the gas. Just get one of those rhino pills. I got. I I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm gonna say this on the podcast. This is actually a really embarrassing thing for me. Up until like basically a few years ago, I still have trouble talking. I still had trouble talking about it. I got drugged with male enhancement in high school. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I went to a party and I didn't drink at the time, and uh, neither did the, the people I was hanging out with. So we would play like beer pong, but we would play with like soda, right? Just because like you're like, yeah. oh, you still have to drink a lot of it, so you just get full. There's still like a challenge there, uh, mm. and so. <laughs> I was like outside or whatever, and they came in, and I'm like, and they like set up all the sodas, right? And we were playing like two on two, and so I was thinking because I was like much bigger than my partner, I was like, oh, I'll just be the anchor, and I and I told them like, oh, I'll drink all of these, and they immediately stepped in and they were like, no, 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 you can't do that, and I was like, why can't I? They're getting drunk. They're like, it's not fair. Then it's not a challenge for him, and I was like, that's reasonable. Fine. And we we fucking lost. I drank half of them, and uh, fucking rock hard. I was I was sweating cum that entire. <laughs> we were yeah. It was rough. I remember I remember like going to bed feverish, like tossing and turning, just hitting my fucking knees with a rock hard cock. Just thwap. Yeah, Thwack. you know, you ever do that when you're Thwack. just like you're hard, Thwack. but you're so tired, and you just oh yeah, you're, you just you're, keep turning over and over. Yeah, and, and it's just like yeah, you just keep whacking it back and forth. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, it's like when you're sweeping and you drop the broom and you catch it with your thighs. You know what I mean? Anyway. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> back so, to the show that we do. Back can to the show. You, Justin, so, can you cut all of this out for the clip show, please? Yes, bro. So, thank you. <laughs> So let's get in. Let's get into uh, WeWork's largest investment yet, and we're gonna need to stay in the pocket. Here, okay, I right? can do that for you, pops. I all like right. getting the. He- if I get the heads up, I can lock in. Yeah. So, WeWork's largest investment yet from SoftBank's one hundred billion dollar vision fund. Vision. One vision fund. Vision Headed fund. By- <laughs> Headed by Masayoshi Son, or Masason, 
He's the most wealthy person in all of Japan with a net worth of $22.4 billion, personally. Got together that $100 billion to invest in up-and-coming companies. When Masasan was asked what the vision was for this vision fund, he answered this. So one vision, which is singularity. Singularity is the concept that the computing power, uh, computers, artificial intelligence, surpass the mankind's brain. That's what I'm talking Today about, Today already, computer is smarter than mankind for chess or go or weather forecast. No. For some, ex- for ex- for some expert systems, computer is always already smarter. But in 30 years, in most of the subjects that we are thinking, they will be smarter than us. That is my belief. He planned on investing all of his money into artificial intelligence, but Adam wanted to pitch his idea to him. So he set up a two-hour tour of the WeWork headquarters for Masasan. Oh, awesome. But, but he didn't show up until very late. He told Adam, look, man, I only got 12 minutes. <laughs> so Adam haphazardly ran him through the headquarters... And as soon as that 12 minutes was up, Masasan looked at him and said, look, like, sorry, I gotta leave. You're crazy. But I'll let you ride with me to my next appointment and you can give me your pitch. So Adam grabbed his tablet, got in the car, and started giving him this, started giving uh, Masasan his elevator pitch. But Masasan cut him off early in the pitch and said, look, Adam, who wins in a fight? The crazy one or the smart one? The crazy one. And Adam replied, the crazy one. And Masasan said, you're right. But the problem is, is that you are not crazy enough. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> that is simply not true. It, it is the blind leading the blind. This man, and, oh, that is also, and, these are the no, no, words no, no, of on, an insane man. And Masasan sat in a car and drafted a plan to give to Adam. And then said, listen, I'm going to cut you a check for this much. Go crazy. Go crazy. I'm gonna I, absolutely fucking shit. I want to kill myself. I fucking hate this. These Like, this guy gets this check. Like, this moment in his life is like, oh, everything has been building to this moment. Like, but it's for a shitty company like WeWork. But if this were my life, that's the moment <laughs> where I get to become Weed Dracula. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, these rich people, they have such poor dreams. They do. They're paltry. They have no vision. No vision. You're not crazy enough. He's definitely fucking crazy enough. More than crazy crazy enough enough. to become weed Dracula. Have you seen how crazy his wife... (laughs) That's a good dream to have. It's a great dream. So, SoftBank invested. And I said, I said, you know, he's going to write him a check for this much. SoftBank invested... $4.4 $4.4 billion. $3 billion into WeWork directly, and $1.4 billion into the subsidiaries, WeWork China, WeWork Japan, and WeWork Pacific. This effectively made the valuation of WeWork to $40 billion. Hey man, I heard, I heard you were doing some kind of real estate slumlord bullshit. You know where there's a great, great place to do that? China. Let's go to China. Let's go to China. Let's go to Japan. Let's go to South Asia. 
where like they have they don't have like laws protecting them from this <laughs> or like robust yep. services that people can use uh, instead and uh let's just fucking exploit the shit out of the global south that's a great place for us to make money yep um in late 2018 they received another three billion dollars in funding from softbank in early 2018. <laughs> uh bringing their uh them to their magic peak number of 47 billion dollar valuation and adam neumann's peak net worth of eight billion dollars what's the name of the hbo show about them uh i i haven't i haven't watched it i've watched a few of the documentaries on them what was it uh we 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 crashed we We crashed crashed. whatever uh i just think jared leto's face does not look punchable enough no he is he is he is he's he's very punchable he is he is he is perfect for that because he's such a piece of shit from what i've from what i've seen because he's such a piece of shit yeah they they uh they casted him that's what they need to do i think people forgot i think like producers and directors they like started buying their own bullshit about the magic of film and they forgot that when you cast somebody who's like when the character is a crazy asshole just find a crazy asshole in hollywood they're everywhere yeah that's that's what they did for the fucking joker in dark knight they found get Corey Haim. they okay joker in the dark knight right heath ledger they fucking found heath ledger and they were like this dude can play the joker and heath ledger sat in a shitty motel room for a month and fucking smoked crank and got like just literally got in his own mind no he was was. i thought he was just doing pills no he was fucking doing a bunch of speed and shit oh good for him just like and just like getting into character and then he played the best joker which I will I will say he played the best Joker as far as new Joker stands. No, Jared Leto best Joker. Get the fuck out of here, Jared Leto. A bit. You no, can eat my fucking ass. Here, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? Joker is meant to be revolted, revolt. Like you're not meant to like him. Like the. It's not about liking him. It's He's partly a boring about fucking version. It's partly about liking him, and that's the thing is we deserve what's boring and shitty now. That everything is boring and shitty, so the new Joker should also be boring and shitty. You're wrong, and that's a terrible take. I'll never forget the uh, the interview that uh, the uh, Batman's, you know, the the girl in Dark Knight that he wasn't like dating, but had a Anne thing with Hathaway. Her. No, was he it? means uh, fucking was Talia it? Was it Anne Al Ghul. Talia Al Ghul, yeah. she's so hot in that fucking movie. Oh the, my god! The first time they have the a thing, they time, fuck. They're dating, kind yeah, of. Yeah, the the first time she ever saw Heath Ledger with his Joker like costume on was that scene when yeah. they when they filmed the scene of the look at me, look at me, and she couldn't look at him. It's like, yep, that's perfect, perfect acting right there. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know, there's just people who are good at acting, and then there's Jared Leto. Uh, I just wanted to destroy something beautiful, and look what we've and done to him. And there's Jared Leto, who, who literally just had to play himself. I wish yeah. what happened to Jared Leto in Fight Club happened to him in real life. Oh, if only. Yep. <laughs> and that's Norton. my favorite scene in Fight Club, is just getting the shit kicked out of him by Edward Norton. Edward Norton has a psychotic break and almost kills Jared Leto. I would watch that film. Well, I, I, I liked him so much better in 30 Seconds to Mars. 
So there, that one music video ripped off The Shining, and it's not even fun. Yeah. Regardless, <laughs> uh, WeWork then changed the legal name of its company. Oh, that's always a good sign. Yeah. To the We Company. Oh, they're expanding. Because they're not just We Grow, and We Work. And we this and we that. They're the we company. They also had we live. I wish I haven't talked about it all. I don't want you to. I don't want to know about it. But it was the same idea where like you like you rented out, you know, like a, a 200 square foot apartment that had like a lot of like communal living space. Yeah, it was we work for apartments just like yeah. just like we grow was we work for your child's brain. Yeah. Yep. Your yep. child yep. be renting portions of their frontal lobe to us for six hours a day while we make them sell produce to our employees. Yep. So, there was a short period of time here where SoftBank was going to give WeWork $20 billion to become the owners. But, Masasan called Adam on Christmas Eve and told him that he was backing out of it. <laughs> Did he, do, you, uh, do, you think, do you think he called him on Christmas because they both weren't uh, doing anything? Um, Adam was... Uh, I don't know why Adam that's was funny. In, <laughs> Adam was in Hawaii with his family. Yeah, they're not doing anything. Like, at their vacation house, so it was, you know... Yeah, but that, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like it's, He's not like, oh, I gotta go, um, the kids are unwrapping their presents. Like, that's not happening. Adam was surfing. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And he was free to take he a told phone him call. He was... No, he didn't. He was in, in he, the middle yeah, of carving yeah, up yeah, some yeah. sort of ceremonial goose or... No. He no. wasn't He Adam, wasn't adjusting Adam... his nativity scene is what I'm saying. <laughs> you're, you're, you're... Probably adjusting you're assuming his Assuming that Adam is like this huge practicing Jewish guy, he's really No, I'm not. just saying he's he not doesn't... Christian. <laughs> his wife is, and that's all that fucking matters. I thought she was just wooey. She's wooey, but she's like weirdly Christian, Ew. like... Yeah, that's always like, gross you know. when they mix, yeah. like the paganism and the Christianity. It's pick, pick yeah, one. but it's pick one. He didn't give a he didn't give a fuck about any of that shit. No, of course. He was just like, well, my wife's wooly. Yeah, he's and crazy. Yeah, and he's just getting laid. He's, he's crazy, and there's like this this there's an insane woman who like squats and like trills her tongue at me, uh, like three month three weeks out of the year, uh, and when she does, we have wild animal sex, and every time she gets pregnant, and every time I yep. hate my life a little bit more. Yep. So, the problem with this was that it was uh, it was publicly known that SoftBank was interested at acquiring WeWork, and now SoftBank backed out of it. It's not good. No. If SoftBank isn't willing to buy the company, what's wrong with it? Yeah, because SoftBank will buy fucking anything. This is the point. I love. I love that little. I love that little line, Tyler. Because this is the point where you just you just start ripping open filing cabinets and just throwing papers. Oh, on buddy, the floor. you buddy, start lighting buddy. fires. Colin, smashing Colin, windows, you, hanging yourself in the bathroom. Colin, you don't even understand. We're gonna you, fucking die. But you, you don't even understand how fucking deep i am gonna go into this company right can now. we cut to the audio of the 9 11 
of like the plane when they're like oh my god when the second plane hits because oh that's so that's where we're at in adam oh, norman's nah, life right too. now oh my god all right i need another fucking beer before i get in <laughs> yeah go go get it go get another tyler's like i'm about to get so into this fucking company Ugh, but let's circle back we dracula like we dracula go on please I, explain i feel like I feel like the nice part about Weed Dracula is because you don't have to suck blood, you're probably also cool with the sunlight, you know? Yeah, it's, it's just, wait, like, do you actually just smoke weed as I sustenance? I feel like if you just smoke weed as sustenance, I, I, that's my opinion of what Weed Dracula is. Sorry, Tyler, you're ready? Okay, so I'm already no, Weed Dracula. No, but we don't live forever, and we are dying rapidly. Prove it. We'll shoot you to death, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dead yet. Prove it. Justin, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I don't have a lot going for me right now, but I will take I will I will take that fucking W from you. <laughs> I will fucking put you in the ground. Okay. See, the thing you're underestimating about that is we St. Peter men are too stupid to be injured seriously. So, it's just going to be a through and through. I'm just going to be like Wesley Snipes from that where he's just crying, holding the fucking gun. Just fucking Oh, when I have to kill Tony Hawk in the race war. When I... (laughs) Damn. I can't... I didn't want to have to kill Tony Hawk. When I have to kill Jimmy Buffett in the class war. So, 2019... In true worst-in-the-industry subject fashion, instead of cutting and running like he should have... Go to Israel. They won't send you back. (laughs) Adam wanted to go public. Moron. Oh, incredible. But, as we all know, going public involves filing a S-1 form with the SEC in anticipation of their IPO. Whoops. And this form must disclose any and all material of business dealings between the company, its directors, and its outside counsel. Uh-oh! But, 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 we know that WeWork is squeaky clean. Yeah. They have nothing to hide. Totally. So let's go through their S-1 form, filed in August of 2019, which I read the entirety. Tyler, before you, wow. before you start, Justin, can we get, like, a nice backing track like 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 i need like construction looney tunes music like tech savory like is <laughs> tyler just fucking reads through this horrifying these financial misgivings yes the financial these misgivings. alleged financial misgivings yep so First thing wrong, the cover page. It has it has the WeWork, the WeWork uh, logo on it, and then it says, "We dedicate this to the energy of We, Fuck greater off. than any one of us, but inside of each of us." What? Yes. Yep. That's what plural is. <laughs> yep. Page triple I. Okay, I, I'm I'm not even into Trace. this yet. 
They used a well-known and used earning metric called EBITDA, uh, or called earnings before business, taxes, depreciation, and immortalization. But they made a new way of measuring their profitability called community-adjusted EBITDA, where they would just cut out all of their expenses <laughs> to appear profitable. <laughs> community, like, like, like all of like, 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 like their costs of like, like the rent that they're paying. Like, they just don't. To, yep, the rent they're paying, like the costs of like the 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 beer that they're giving away for free the food that they're giving away for free the drinks that they're giving away for free everything like the the summer camps everything that's all cut out of their bottom line so it's just like slowly just like boop 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 so you're telling me tyler you're telling me when my card declined at the speedway last week what i should (laughs) have told them what I should have told them was like, no, no. I should have told my bank, stop. You're looking at my my account balance, which you should be looking at, and not my community my adjusted community, account community balance. adjusted account balance, which actually shows that I have three billion dollars and I can buy this chicken sandwich at Speedway. <laughs> yeah, try it. I, I, you know what? Let's try. Let's it. try it. I'll try it next time they give me an overdraft fee. I'll say, actually, you need to give me the community adjusted overdraft fee where you deposit $35 into my account. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, page one. Fuck. Under our business, we have built a vast global network of beautifully designed office spaces that are distinctively local in their look and feel. We intentionally design our spaces to inspire creativity, focus, and collaboration, and to warmly welcome members into our inclusive and vibrant community. Our community creates an energy in our space that is palpable. We believe it provides an automatic culture enhancement for our members. What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does Alan that mean? Moore, Alan Moore talks about the evil occult power of architecture uh, in From Hell. Something everybody should read. Uh, it's, okay, so also to be fair, Alan Moore talks about the evil occult power of damn near everything. No, of course. But there's specifically... There's specifically these buildings, and they do have these very ominous fucking auras. The buildings that he talks about, uh, like uh, like uh, White Chapel, White Chapel Church, uh, which is like this horrifying fucking like squat monster. Um, but I have the feeling that like these like these offices are like that, where it's like yes, like being like you're kind of vaguely unsettled, and then if you're in there too long, you just go fucking crazy. You just, you think, like, you're, like, in the whispering galley cubicle. Like, you're hearing, like, the fucking rustle of post-its, but nobody's in the office. An errant keyboard uh, that doesn't exist. Yeah. It's fucking nightmarish, and they're like, this is a value add. Yep. Uh, Page 16. I'm gonna send a a little, little cap I got here. (laughs) <laughs> this is their bu- this is their business plan. That's their oh, business. Their business plan is a um <coughs> I'll get to, I'll get to what it's such called. a is it looks like a very poorly managed flowchart. Yeah, this looks like the flowchart I made when Did, I was drunk do you have, coming up with the business plan for gelatinous cubicle. Do you have the this the, whoever made this has the organizational skills and the spatial reasoning of a fucking donkey what the fuck is going how do you even 
How do you um, even do you see categorize it? your thoughts? How do you even do you dress the, yourself in the fucking morning? Do you see on the bottom right there where it says Global Real Estate Acquisition and Management Platform from ARC? Yes. You know what ARC stands for? What? Adam, Rebecca, and kids. I'm gonna murder <laughs> my fucking life. I... I... Fuck... Okay, as a joke, as parody, completely as a joke, I would love to strangle Adam Neumann. I would enjoy it if it if yep. it's if some if if in some sort of virtual space where I couldn't actually harm him I, like the Minecraft? like meta if I could strangle Adam Neumann in meta I would give Zuckerberg all of my money. <laughs> yep. Um. So this is what's called an umbrella partnership, or an upsee, which. Uh, turns the Wii Company, which you can see there, like the WeWork companies and then the then the Wii Company partnership, into an LLC. And what they're doing is just overseeing the subsidiaries. Making money that the WeWork makes is only taxed at an individual income tax rate, unlike what shareholders receive which is a taxed income from the company and then taxed on their dividends. Mm -hmm. Because it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's yep. an investment. Yep. Versus my business. I'm a, I'm a self-employed business owner. Yep. Page 18 on their S1 filing. Adam receives 20 to 1 voting shares across the board based on his stop stock options alone. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of investors would love to agree to those terms. Mm -hmm. uh, uh. Page 21. Now, year after year, WeWork's revenue, or uh, income generated, did balloon year after year after year. And the revenue in the first half of 2019 was double that of the year earlier. But losses were accelerating more rapidly. They lost more than $900 million in the first half of the year, following a full year of net losses of $1.9 billion in 2018. Sounds just like Enron. Page 24. Under risks Allegedly. relating to our business. Quote, Our business has grown rapidly, and we may fail to manage our growth effectively. Manage our growth effectively. We may manage. Did it... We may fail to manage our growth effectively. So, oh my God, Greg Greg Stolze recently said something, posted something where he he was talking about some like business ad that he had seen, like the, it was like at a consulting firm, and they had this this little icon, and it was a giant fucking goldfish, like a huge goldfish. In a, in a regular sized goldfish bowl with like an inch and uh, the text on it said uh, growth is only an advantage if you're ready for it mm. and it's like oh it's super 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 bad to admit to people who are business savvy in that you know because it's not a real skill but business savvy in that they understand when somebody is competent and when somebody is incompetent and just show being like we're so incompetent we're putting it in our fucking IPO. Yeah. It's nuts. That's fucking this crazy. Is so fucking this is insane. 
This is fucking insane. All of this insane. is fucking insane. Jesus yep. Christ. Oh, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get- so, Alright, let's go. We're only a few pages in. WeWork also had the issue that many uh, lottery winners and professional athletes have, which is not owning anything. Yeah, they've- they've paged, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Page 26. They signed lease agreements with the landlords that would last up to 15 years. Psychotic. And in the filing, in the filing, their future lease obligations totaled 47 billion dollars. Billion with a B. That's 40. The entire, that's a the entire valuation of their company. Yeah, yeah. The entire valuation of completely their company. wipes that out instantly. Up from 34 billion dollars the year before. Do you? In the mortgage industry. In the fucking mortgage industry, nobody holds on to a liability for 15 fucking years. In the mortgage industry, nobody does that. This fucking company thinks they're better than the entire American and by extension, a North American real estate industry. That they're smarter than a global fucking market. Like... You think your company is better run than a global market? It's like, as as much as I know it's all bullshit and, like, completely fabricated, I do understand there is a degree of technical complexity in managing the flow of information efficiently in that system. And you think your company does it better than the whole world? You're fucking insane. Yep. Page 33. Across its 528 locations across the world, costs were mounting. They were burning 150 to $200 million per month, and were about six months away from running out of cash entirely. <coughs> okay. Just, just six months, and they're like, all right, that's so, all we got. I don't know. So, okay. You could buy a a Harrier jet for thirty million dollars, or seven. That sounds really cheap, points. actually. You could crash. What? Three five or six? Five or six Harrier jets into the side of a mountain every month, and that's the same as just running this business. Did they think this just wouldn't come out, or that it wouldn't look bad? Or do you think they just didn't think anyone would they, read it? They thought that... Adam thought... I, I should say they. Adam thought that <laughs> all he had to do... All he had to do was sell people on the idea of WeWork. Technically correct. Because that's how he got to where he is <sighs> until now. And this is where, this is where the the dungeon master in me likes to twirl my little monkey's paw and go. The difference between charisma and wisdom. Yeah, page forty six. Uh, Adam Neumann would also hold the majority of voting rights, regardless of share distribution. Yeah, they're gonna love that shit. Quote, upon completion of this offering, Adam Neumann will own or control more than 50% of the total voting power of our capital stock. Aha! Yeah, fucking crazy. And he was also running at a 20 to 1 uh, 
voting uh, voting control. Yeah, there. that's nobody would ever agree to those terms, dude. Yep. Like, oh, oh, <laughs> wait, wait for this. Page one hundred and seventy-three. Quote: Each of our executive officers serve at the discretion of our board of directors and holds office until his or her successors is duly appointed and qualified or until his or her earlier resignation or removal. There are no family relationships among any of our boards of directors or executive offers. Hmm, but then, that doesn't sound correct. But then, on page 198, quote, in the event that Adam is permanently disabled or deceased during the 10-year period commencing upon the completion of this offering, a committee will be formed for the sole purpose of selecting a new chief executive officer. The composition of this committee will be as followed. Bruce Dunleavy and Steve Langman, who are currently members of our board and directors, and members of our compensation and nominated committee to the extent that they are serving as our directors, will serve on this selection committee with Rebecca Neumann. <laughs> oh! And if neither Bruce nor Stephen is then serving as our board of directors, Rebecca will choose one or two board members who are serving at the same time to serve on this selection committee with Rebecca. But nobody's nobody's related. Well, she's not an she's not a, a director or an executive. Yeah, she just yeah, has like right. oh, if Adam <laughs> dies, she has overseeing power. Of I, this like, I like I like Justin. Yeah, goes, she's just a director. I like Justin. He goes. Dies. Yeah, that passes the smell test for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that checks. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, of course, it's all good. Fucking it's all good, nuts! Man. This guy's mm-hmm. building like he's trying to fucking. He's he's like he's like King Viserys. He's like trying to. He's like in the event of my leave from the Iron Throne. Prince Aegon shall take the throne. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, like what yep. do you, you think you're some fucking feudal fucking duke? These are, like, New York business and real estate investors. They're fucking psychotic. These, They're ice-chewing fucking maniacs, and they can smell your fear from a mile away, dude. What are you doing? Yep. Uh, also, Adam... Had gotten into a bit of the uh, real estate business more directly. Between 2016 and 2019, the We Company paid $20.9 million on four commercial properties, which a part of, which I cannot attest to how much of that, was paid to Adam Newman personally because he owned the properties personally. Hmm. So he bought properties, and then the Wii company was leasing the properties from him, who was then subleasing those properties as office space. See, this, this I, think, I think our terminology was correct. I do have misgivings about this. Yeah, there are a lot I, of misgivings I do feel about this. some misgivings about this. It's, it's chicanerous goonery. There is some, yeah, there's a lot of goonery. There is some, there is some goonery at play. There is... I, uh, by the twitching of my toes, there is some goonery at play, and we need to get to the bottom of it, Tyler. Okay, well, don't worry, because the next series of events happens fast. Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. This was fine. This was fine. 
this S1 was filed at the end of Oct uh, the end of August of 2019. Uh, September 17th, 2019. Oh, God. After being absolutely ripped apart by anyone with even a modicum of sense in investing, WeWork withdrew their S1 filing to postpone their IPO, and their valuation dropped overnight from $47 billion to $10 billion. Wow, man. They lost a quarter of their valuation in a day. Or they lost three quarters of their valuation in a day. That's... I'm like... Mm. I'm like... This is like a... This is kind of like a turn-on for me. I don't know, man. Like, maybe the show's just broken my brain. But I'm getting like a little... The little fucking, like... I'm getting like the little tummy butterflies i'm getting like the little the little penis like zaps the little zaps of electricity what are you, are you, to you the tip of your penis chubbing up i'm just you chubbing up about this it's just like I, I guess like the despair that i know like would he would be feeling it was just like there was just a moment where i was he wakes up one day and checks twitter and he's like oh yeah i just fuck. i love just the image of his face turning ashen and that shit-eating grin just turning into like a slack frown just something about mm. that just like just kind of like revs me up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. like... and uh one week to the day later september 24th was the big oh day. man the Wii company sold their 60 million dollar uh g650 jet and they stormed omaha beach SoftBank requested Adam to step down as CEO, which he obliged. Good. Smart man. A few days a few days later, uh, Rebecca stepped down as CEO of WeGrow, and the Wee company sold off three of their subsidiary companies and looks to look to lay off two thousand to three thousand employees and let twenty quote lifelong friends and family members of Newman go. <laughs> Of course. Hey, yes. buddy, they drained the swamp. That's what happened, buddy. Yep. They drained the fucking swamp. Fuck yeah, I love this shit. Let's drain the swamp, nope. guys. I wanted him to drain the swamp. Why didn't he drain the swamp? November 6th, 2019, SoftBank reported $9.2 billion in write-downs, which is about 90% of their $10.3 billion investment. 90%? They invested $10.3 billion, and they said 90% of our investment is just gone just with the gone. wind. Just used... I love Jeez. I love how SoftBank was just like, yeah, no, you, you, you ate all that money, and now we're gonna pick your bones, you fucking idiot. I'm gonna recoup yep. my loss well, now, you piece of shit. Adam's already out. It doesn't no, matter. Course. SoftBank... SoftBank took over uh, because they own 70% of the equity in the company and cut 2,400 jobs. Good for them, dude. The Asians, now, they're, they're, take, they're, getting their, they're getting their revenge on the imperial dogs now, that we are. I, I bet you're wondering, what is Adam Neumann up to now? Probably being crazy. Hey, what's he doing right now? Was he involved he in the Nexium right? cult? I feel like it's something he would do. No, but uh, when he left WeWork... He got $185 million in a non-compete uh, agreement. What a great golden parachute for that piece of shit. A $106 million in severance. Yeah, oh, wow. $578 million in the shares that he sold how off in extension. How much severance uh, did those fucking also, cleaning ladies get when they got fucking laid off? 
Zero. Exactly. Not um, a dime. A uh, another four hundred thirty-two million dollars as an extension of a loan from SoftBank. Um, he personally owns more than four thousand apartments valued at more than a billion dollars. He started Flow Carbon, a carbon cr- uh, credit trading platform that runs on blockchain. <laughs> and he- oh, I'm I am the carbon credit blockchain guy on the podcast, by the way. And it's a nightmare. Fucking, it's a fucking nightmare. Just, the words I just said shouldn't exist. No. And he hired lawyer Tom Clare as a retainer in case he wants to sue HBO for the docuseries that came about him this year uh, called Generation Hustle. Tom Clare. Tom Clare. What else has he done? That name kind of sounds familiar to me. Tom Clare? Uh, he's a defamate. He's a defamation guy. He represented Dominion Voting System against Rudy Giuliani, yes! Sidney Powell. Yes, and yes, that's what oh, I remember. Boy. Yes, 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 yes. I love him. I love him. He's a great guy. I mean, he's not a. I, I yep. don't know if he's a great guy. I just love his work. I'm a fan of his work. No, nah, he's a conservative. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't care, buddy. I don't give a shit about anybody's personal politics. Uh, unless they're egregious, obviously. Um, I just care whether or not they hurt the people that I don't like. And if they can do that, that feels good. So, upset that he's batting for the other team. Hope he comes around again. And to end this, uh, series, um, Adam Neumann has not faced, nor do I believe he will ever face any consequences for what he's done. His net worth is $750 million, and I give it maybe 10 years before he's a senator or a governor. Oh, man. I cannot wait for the Adam Neumann senatorial run. Do you think Adam Neumann... It's oh, going to happen. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Ooh, ooh. Where, which state? California or New York? New York. Okay. New York. Okay, I think... Do you, I think Adam Neumann could be the American Napoleon? Because he's he's gonna run as he's gonna run as I think he could Democrat, be the American Napoleon. 100%. I think he could do it. I think he could do it, guys. He was in the Navy. He was in the he was a naval officer. He's. I think Adam Neumann could lead the American Junior Officers Revolt. He could be the American <laughs> Bonaparte. Okay, he let's think about American it. Let's Bonaparte. think about it. Okay, he we have that bullshit like natural born citizen fucking uh, thing in the Constitution he's no we're gonna whip up enough support for adam neumann we'll get that fucking shit overturned by the supreme court Mm -hmm. and then he's the fucking american bonaparte the american napoleon and that's when uh we let china invade us and just peacefully take us over finally thank god finally please just fucking please i'm crying out for for alms president eternal president xi please your american comrades call for help Please. Just because wanna, they invade doesn't I, I mean you're going to get a Hunani's wife. I, wanna I don't a want a Hunani. Right I have a now. beautiful wife. No, 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 no. Okay, listen. I'm not saying that Adam Neumann, nor his wife, nor anyone involved with WeWork has ever committed any financial crimes because I do not want to get sued. Of course. How could the American Napoleon have a checkered past, I ask you? No, I think she. I think he it, should be president It makes sense. Hey, it Fuck makes it. sense. Why not? It makes sense because Napoleon almost converted to uh islam when he was uh in egypt and adam neumann uh was raised uh like very jewish 
but then became like a weird pseudo Christian yeah. pagan pseudo guy. I don't even know if he was raised very. He Jewish. was raised in a fucking kibitz. Yes. Yeah, I mean. Yes, your entire is... it's it's your entire life is centered on the spiritual life, and like working and it is the most traditional Jewish way of living. They even get to do the whole tent holiday for real. <laughs> yeah. for real. They have a whole tent holiday I, where they I eat a big citrus I don't, fruit. I don't even know. I don't even know if the kibitz that he was in really gave a shit about that. They were just manufacturing guns. Well, sometimes. Sometimes it's hummus. Yeah. But right. sometimes well, we'll it's see. guns. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, um, you know, apparently Adam Neumann has not uh, officially committed any real financial crimes. No, he's, no, he's never just, committed he, a financial crime He's just springboarded crime himself uh, into a life of easy living that he does not deserve and will squander. Yep, can't wait you know, to find I, out about I do, the I do uh, gotta give him credit. Even though he didn't pull out early like we always say he to, he stayed, he stayed, and he still wound up getting further than he Here's expected. Here's the thing, here's the thing, He's, he got high on his own supply, man. He thought, he was like, I could get out and just have money, but he was like, oh, I could rule the world. And then they're like, no, you just have kind of a shitty real estate company, you can't rule the world. And he was well, like, well, I, what he wanted he's to, like, well I guess I'll just be rich wanted. then. That's what he wanted to do with Jay Kush. Jay Kush. With Jay Jared Kush, Kushner. With Jared Kushner. He yeah. really Jared Kushner to... sold that fucking you know, dog shit real estate property to the Saudis. And we act like that's hey, not a big part of the Abraham Accords? Come on. Maybe one day Adam Neumann will be the Prime Minister of Israel. I hope knows. that does not happen. Please don't say that, first of all. Because I want I want Netanyahu's son he has, I want Netanyahu's has, son has, to be the prime minister of Israel because he has aspirations for I it. Think, Adam Neumann has he wants to I do it. I think it'd be the first time that like a guy that looks like a shitty MMA fighter NPC would be the prime minister of Israel. I think that'd be fun for us. I also yeah. want also if that's what we're going to be doing from now on, I want fucking Mike Huckabee's son to be president. And I want uh, Bolsonaro's uh, shithead MMA son to be president. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Love you. Um, oh, uh, well, thank you for listening. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. it. that's all that, that was it. Okay, that was the end of that's it. All all it's all done. Well, it's um, all done now. Thanks for, thanks for joining us once more on another trip down memory lane here with your, your old friends here at uh, worst in the industry that's a good question colin because you're up next on the on the, the it's schedule, me so yeah it's you oh cool yeah i'm taking some time off yeah I'm tyler's gonna tyler's gonna take a few weeks he's... colin's gonna do an episode or two and then i'm gonna do a few episodes on good old fucking thomas edison oh my god thank fuck i hate that dumb bitch yeah he's a real fucking piece i of shit. i've been I would like to say one of something that I don't get to talk a lot about in public, but that I am always dying to say is one of the most, one of the worst things that Elon Musk ever did was provide a negative association to Tesla with me because Tesla was very much my hero being also kind of crazy and kind of gay. Kind of crazy, kind of gay, really love pigeons. We'll talk about that in a few weeks. Thanks for listening to Worst in the Industry. Bye-bye. Later. Kisses. 